Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. Yes, it's Monday, and I did not make this on Sunday. So if you looked for it yesterday and didn't find a new episode, it's because I didn't do it. I had my kids in and my grandkids, and we had a wonderful weekend over this Labor Day weekend. I hope you had a good time celebrating in whatever way you have chosen to celebrate this Labor Day. Of course, it's about celebrating laborers, the ones that work and provide all the stuff for us. But I just finished reading a book, a book entitled The Most Dangerous Superstition. And as I read it, like most things in life, whether I'm watching a movie, a TV show, I'm trying to find some positive truth in it something that I can hang on to, something that rings true to life. And I do that with movies, and I do that, like I say, with TV shows or books I'm reading. How does it apply to me? And more succinctly, how does it apply to me and my philosophy of life, my outlook on how life should be led and how I should carry myself through this life? As I kept reading the book, I would think over and over again, how does this relate to being a Christian? How does this relate to living out a life that looks godly? And that's only important for Christians, I do realize, but you could take it in any way. How does your daily life look like what you profess? And in this book in particular, it really challenged me because the greatest superstition is the myth of authority. Now, what do writer mean by the myth of authority? Well, he set up a premise that we have to have government. We have to have somebody that controls things. We have to have laws that keep people in line and keep the society going in the right direction. But early on in the book, he made a supposition, which really made me think, and the supposition was, how is it that if man needs rules, and if he doesn't have rules, and more importantly, it was if there isn't a ruler, how will chaos not ensue? If everybody was left to their own freedom, to their own choices, to be able to decide for themselves what is correct and right, wouldn't there just be chaos everywhere because there's nobody in charge? And he says throughout the book that no, that in fact by having people in charge that is what causes a lot of difficulties and differences between human beings because whoever's in charge is pushing their agenda. They're pushing how they see things ought to be. And those that aren't in charge are always working to get in charge so they can make things the way they think they ought to be. He also went on to say that people are so eaten up with this idea of authority that they will do things even when maybe in their own heart, mind, and soul they believe them to be wrong. And one of the biggest things he put in his book was the Milgram study. And that was a study done 
back in the early 1900s that looked at how far would people go in being told what to do? Would they disobey a rule or an order or a command? And what they found was that even when people thought it was wrong because there was an authority there who said it was right and they should do it, they overruled their own morals and conscience to do it. In the experiment, when they were told to do these things, even to the point of shocking the person on the other side that they appeared to die, again, the people would do it because an authority told them to. And throughout the book, he makes the case also that how can you take one group of humanity and just because you put them in authority and tell them to make the rules, that they're going to be any better than the rest of humanity from which they were taken. So, a very interesting book. I would challenge you to read it and see how it uh, affects your thinking. But what it said to me and did for me is, as I thought about this idea of being in charge of your own person, being responsible for your own decisions, and the overarching rule is, you don't aggress against someone else. You don't cause harm to someone else. And you're not in control of anyone else. You're only in control of yourself. And the only way that you possibly might harm someone else is to stop them from harming you. And I thought about that. In a lot of the martial arts, they've been portrayed as a way to fight, to go out and conquer and take over, and yet... The basis of many of those martial arts was not about aggression, but it was about defense. It was about protecting yourself from aggression. So even that kind of fits into the idea that you govern and control your own self, and you use what you know in fighting not to aggress against someone else, but to keep them from aggressing against you and harming you. And then that led me to think about the fact that in the scriptures, there's a verse that I always wondered about because the verse would say, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Now, as a Christian, and I thought about that this weekend about how this fits into just being in charge of you, not being over others, and even thinking about what God said. If you're a leader over others, in a Christian sense, you don't lord it over them like other rulers do, but by example and love and the way you live, you convince them to live the way that you are living. You don't make a rule. You don't make a law. You do it by the mere influence of how your life goes and how well it is. And so I thought about that again, the truth. The truth, according for Christians, is Jesus, the person of Jesus, the thoughts of Jesus, the actions of Jesus, the directions of Jesus. That is the truth. So I figured out that it really is freeing when you can just let go of having to control others and control everything. And in reality, all you can control is yourself. You can control your perceptions. You can control your actions. You can control your thoughts, your emotions. 
And when you learn to control them and use them in a non-aggressive way to direct other people simply by the virtue and character and integrity of your life, that's a lot better than trying to control others by force and coercion. But yet, that's what every authority does. Whether it's a church authority, like when I grew up, they tried to control you by simply telling you, if you did this, this, or this, you're going to hell. So they wanted to control your behavior. But they didn't necessarily demonstrate that behavior in a loving manner. They just said, don't do it. But they didn't give an example of what to do. And so it is with other government agencies, they tell you, don't do this. And then they go and do it, such as the environmental movement. That's just one I could bring out. Don't use all of this gas and fossil fuels, and yet they'll jet all over the place, or they'll drive all over the place. But it's okay because they got an important message to get out. No, it's not okay. The best way to be free is to quit trying to control everybody else. The best way to convince others of how they should live is to live it yourself. Now that's hard for us as human beings to do because we are inconsistent creatures. But that doesn't mean that even with our inconsistencies, what we are showing is not true and right. So that's what I want to share with you this week is think about the fact of you being free. And what would it mean for you to be free? Well, for me, I think I've discovered that the only authority I need is Christ. And he's not an authority in the usual sense. He doesn't use force. He doesn't use coercion or trickery or deception or laws. Now, I know you got the Ten Commandments, and yes. But Jesus came and fulfilled those, and how did he fulfill them? He lived them. He lived them in a loving way, not in a forceful way. He set out and set his light, if you will, on a hill, and he shone forth how you live those commands. And that's what I want to start doing not expecting so much out of other people because they're going to disappoint me just as I'll disappoint them. But I want to learn to live before other people in a consistent manner, more consistent than I've been, free of control when it comes to other people, only allowing the Spirit and the Word to control my thoughts, my actions, and my activities. What others do is up to them. They can live their life as they choose. But if they ignore the Creator, as I believe there to be one, and they do not follow the example that He gave for us to follow to find the end of our journey into what we call eternal life, then there will be a consequence to pay. But nowhere in my scriptures has it told me that I'm to be anything more than a shining light, a voice of reason. But nowhere has it told me to be a force that coerces and threatens anybody into anything. 
How are you living your life? Are you living it out? Are you trying to force it on others? Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.